Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Welcome back to Work Human Radio. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Mike Wood. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Talk about representing an organization that plays such a pivotal role in our HR environment and recruiting and connection and community. It's going to be a great conversation. We're joined this morning by Monica Lewis. She's the head of product for LinkedIn Jobs. Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you as well. I'm looking forward to the conversation, Mike. Yeah. So, Monica, you just spoke to a bunch of our attendees. How did it go? Was it a good conversation? It was great. Yeah, we talked about automation and AI, explored a little bit about what that means, Spent some time defining it because it's a little bit of a wonky term. Exactly, yes. And explored together what we might do to better prepare our teams for the future. So what can we do? Like, where do we start? Because everybody's saying that artificial intelligence is going to take over everything. (laughs) Is it? Are the robots coming? I don't think, well, they're coming, but they're coming in a good way. Okay, so robot friends are coming. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so the general consensus by institutions like the World Economic Forum is that automation and AI are actually going to have a net increase in the jobs outlook. So yes, some jobs and some tasks are being automated, more of that predictable work, but we're actually seeing net tens of millions of new jobs even over the next couple of years as a result of automation, which is really exciting. Well, there's portion of our community where they say, all right, well, you're telling me I need to be more human. I need to bring humanity to the workplace. But then I'm hearing words like automation, which doesn't sound very humanness to me. How do you address those critics who have some concern about automation and humanity don't really mix, do they? How do you deal with that? Great question. So I think about it in this way. Yes, automation is helping take some of those more repetitive, predictable tasks off our plate. And we're actually seeing the demand for, you know, abstract thinking and some of these more human things is only set to increase over time. So, you know, when we talk to recruiters as an example audience, we see they're saying, yeah, automation and AI, they're helping me with some of my top of funnel activities, you know, where I need to engage with a larger pool of applicants, but things like persuasion, closing the candidate, I don't think anytime soon a computer is going to be doing that. So that's the role where it's really helping people double down on focus on that unique ad that they can make that's really requiring that human understanding. Yeah. So all I hear in kind of like the recruiting news and whatever is all like, this is automated, that is automated. And I know that that there has to be some, I'm not a recruiter, but I know that some people on LinkedIn are probably worried that, uh, that LinkedIn is going to come in with AI and take their jobs. How do we like kind of squash that? (laughs) Yeah. So I'd say how I think about it as at LinkedIn, our job is to help make our customers and our members more productive and successful. So we're looking to take things off the plate, like scheduling an interview panel, you know, sounds simple, surprisingly challenging morning of like, Hey, you know, the second interview had to cancel because of X and Y and Z it's causing a lot of churn. It hurts the candidate experience. We're thinking about problems like that. How can we just make it easier and continue to enable recruiting professionals to really focus on what they're passionate about? You know, they didn't, 
get into the job necessarily to be, you know, playing around in Outlook, trying to schedule things. No. They want to connect <laughs> with people. They want to help people navigate their careers. And that's exactly how we're thinking about it at LinkedIn. How can we help recruiters just be more productive and be able to focus on the, you know, those more value added parts. Yeah, getting to that point of you found a candidate, but now you're trying to make everyone's schedules work in anything, whether it be recruiting or whatever. If you're trying to make everybody's schedules work, it is awful. I've tried to do it numerous times <laughs> in my job. Well, my wife was a recruiter for PwC, and the scheduling matter was the most frustrating thing for her. And that's why I think it's important that you can shed some light on is, yes, that candidate experience is critical to that recruiting process. And that's part of the branding of the organization. If that candidate experience is bad, they're going to think, oh. What's the rest of this organization going to be like? So talk more about how AI really will ultimately be an ally in that candidate experience. Great question. I think it starts at the very beginning. You know, before there's even a candidate who appears to talk to them, LinkedIn is trying to help recruiting professionals make better strategic decisions so that they can understand, you know, hey, Mike, you're looking to hire someone. What's really critical for that role? How can LinkedIn leverage insights and provide you insights to understand oh, here are the requirements I actually need so that that pool of candidates that's coming in is going to be that much more likely to be a fit. So part of it is just making sure you have a good understanding of what the role really needs. LinkedIn's trying to help out with that, you know, the intake meeting, that conversation with the recruiter. And then I think the other big part of it is which candidates are actually applying to your jobs. We're trying to make that process better so that you get more of the right candidates and someone who's not going to get through. How do we help them find their perfect job? Because there's a fit everywhere. It's not just the candidates. I mean, what you guys have done for companies in terms of like showing their best selves on your platform. We have a careers life section on work human page and that alone, because we know people are on LinkedIn, but that will help a lot of, you know, if we're having people coming to want to work for us, it helps us rather than having to go out to, you know, the pool of everybody. Yeah. I think the other important part of this is personalization, right? If I come to the work human site on LinkedIn as a product professional versus an engineer, how do we help them understand what's it like for me based on my identity and my profile? So we're absolutely trying to help make it easier for companies to give that personalized experience to, you know, all the different candidates that may be coming across their pages. Yeah. And it's just kind of like build off of that. So, I mean, everybody has to have like a Glassdoor page, but in the past I was approached by Glassdoor sales that said, Hey, we have uh, competitors that are advertising on your page. Now the competitor that they put as an advertiser on your page, that person was out in Salt Lake city. We're not competing for talent out in Salt Lake City. We're based out of Boston. So what we're competing is are the kind of tech software firms that are all around the Framingham, Massachusetts area. So that was like a basic flaw with that. And I love the fact that you guys have kind of rolled in that profile onto LinkedIn, enabled people's own interests and their location to kind of feed into that because that's what they were missing. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's also not just about who a candidate is today but who do they want to be in the future? So we're doubling down on features that let a LinkedIn member tell us, you know, hey, I do want to relocate. So maybe that job in Boston is relevant or here are the roles that I'd be open to. We're trying to find different ways of making those matches happen more productively and more seamlessly and unlock the logjam on both sides. What else technology-wise should we be thinking about? We've been kind of talking about AI, but there's probably other tools and technology, certainly things that probably LinkedIn is thinking about that can further this mission of ours to work more human? Yeah, great question. I'd say I think about it like we want to understand automation more broadly. 
AI is one specific technology that's making things easier, but you don't need AI specifically in your tools and software to be able to help your teams be more productive. So I think best practices here are every company is different. It's great opportunity to talk to some of your peers, you know, at the conference or in other contexts to understand, hey, you know, what have you found really helps you depending on where your team is seeing the most challenges or the most opportunities? I want to shift a little bit and let's just talk about your background. Kind of like, how did you get involved with AI and recruiting for LinkedIn? Great question. Maybe it's a typical millennial wandering career path, but the passion that's always driven me is I need to feel like my work has a strong connection with purpose. That's, I think, why I ended up at LinkedIn. I actually got in through a referral from someone in my network, and I, I've loved LinkedIn and I've loved staying there because we're focused really squarely on how do we help you know make the world's workforce more productive and successful? How do we create economic opportunity? So that has really resonated with me as an individual. I was lucky to land in the Talent Solution team. And I think the reason we're investing so much in AI is it's a really challenging problem to solve. There's tens of millions of job seekers. There's tens of millions of open roles. We need to be investing in new tools and technology to help drive that matching because it's such a challenging thing, but it's such a high stakes thing too, right? What job you take you end up spending 40 or for some of us, maybe a couple more than 40 hours a week at the workplace with your colleagues. So I think the appeal to me of this quantitative and qualitative blend of solving this important problem that has really gotten me excited. So this is your first work human. So a couple of thought questions there. I mean, what do you think? I mean, how would you define working human and where do you see it going? Where do you see the movement going? Great question. So what's really inspired me is just how open and curious people are here. It seems really easy to spark up a conversation and share insights. So I've loved that. I'm here with a small group of people from LinkedIn, but I've just found it so easy, you know, just sat down at lunch with some people from Lockheed Martin and was learning from them about how they're rethinking their recognition and making that successful. I'd say the important thing is to continue to think about the community and the role that we're all in and being able to help and learn from each other that is going to continue to persist, even as, you know, AI plays a bigger role in each of our lives. It's really at the end of the day, you know, people are the ones that have the knowledge. People are the ones that are going to get things done. So I love the focus on making those connections here. So LinkedIn is a client of WorkHuman. You guys use our human yes. applications. Have you given an award, received an award? Tell, tell us about that experience because I always love hearing people at other companies get awards and what that yes. feels like. I am an avid user of oh. our Bravo system. What I like about it is... It's an easy way that makes it just so easy to be able not only to recognize someone else, but to also drive visibility of that recognition, I think, to their management team. Without it, before we came on board, it feels like a really high bar to be like, oh, I'm going to email, you know, Mike, that was awesome. Thank you. CC your manager. It just felt like there were more barriers to that. Yeah. So what I've really loved is it's just made it so easy to give that recognition and to help drive visibility within the organization that that person's really going above and beyond, particularly people that I work with in other functional teams. It just makes it so easy. And, you know, it's nice when occasionally someone gives you a pat on the back as well to just feel that your work is valued. Well, we love all the things that you are doing. Your entire team is wonderful to work with. Kristen, I'll give her a shout out because she's <laughs> wonderful. And just, you know, 
the leadership and the direction that you guys want to go, we are thrilled to have you as a partner, not only as a, as a client, but a partner in a lot of the research that we're doing. So thank you, especially on World Happiness Day, which is today. Well, I'm remiss to not give her a chance. I imagine everyone listening to this probably has a LinkedIn profile, probably <laughs> uses the tool, but I suspect like most things such as LinkedIn, People aren't plugging into the full capacity of what's really possible there, right? I mean, there's tools, there's functions that people probably don't know about. And so now that you've kind of gotten a grasp of what this work human movement's all about, marry that with the typical user who's attends an event like this, who wants to start working more human. How can they better leverage the whole platform, not just LinkedIn jobs, but the whole platform of LinkedIn to facilitate this idea of working human? I'm so glad you asked, Todd. I'm going to share some things that may sound obvious but are really powerful. Is is number one having a picture? I actually wasn't going to say having a picture, but you know, having a picture, particularly when you meet someone at a conference, like who was that person? It makes it easier to identify. But one of the most powerful features is, you know, connecting. I encourage people to really, anyone that you have a personal connection with, and, you know, in my view, different people have different views. It shouldn't just be connected with anyone. It wants to be people where you can think, hey, I know how I might be able to add value to your life and your career and vice versa. You never know where that next opportunity, whether you're looking to grow your business, to grow your team, to find a job. The first degree network is powerful, but the second degree is just a multiplier. So I would definitely recommend people to take advantage of making connections, provide enough information on your profile to help you be found, right? Maybe there's alumni networks or communities around your company or your industry. It's great to just have those baseline, hey, where do I work? What do I do? Add a little snippet of information so that, you know, or maybe a recruiter is looking to hire someone like you. It makes you a lot easier to be found. And then finally, if you're looking for a job, LinkedIn has tens of millions of jobs listed. And I think the special thing about job seeking on LinkedIn is you can see that community, your network on top of the jobs. So for referrals are, you know, consistently recruiters say, I think half of recruiters say it's the best source of quality hires Mm -hmm. and LinkedIn can help you look, you know, into my network. Hey, where do I have people who can introduce me to companies? So those would be my three tips. And yes, add that profile picture so people can know who you are. (laughs) All right, Monica, again, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you, no pun intended, uh, how do they do that and learn more about your work? Yeah, I would love for folks to reach out to me on LinkedIn. My name is Monica Lewis and look forward to hearing from you if you have ideas of what we could be doing differently or want to have a conversation. I'm always open. All right. Monica Lewis, head of product for LinkedIn Jobs. Monica, again, it was a pleasure to have you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. If you want to see business leaders, culture keepers, and industry experts come together to share the latest research and ideas for making work more human, you need to be at WorkHuman March 18th through the 21st in Nashville. Visit WorkHuman.com to see the full lineup of speakers and reserve your spot in the number one conference of 2019.